You are now listening to X-Radio. Life is 
kind of strange when you stop to think about it. And I've never really been one for philosophy or pseudo-intellectual ramblings while stoned, but thinking back, maybe I should have been. The people I know are, sorry, new, always seemed to have more fun than me. They always said I was too cynical and jaded. They used to say I should loosen up and let my feelings up. I never did. Thing is, I never saw the point of all that bullshit. Talking about the meaning of life, like how we're totally a lab experiment, man. Nah, I, I always saw life for what it was. Dark and gritty state of consciousness that was around one time for everyone. I mean, don't get me wrong, I wasn't exactly a no-fun-allowed kind of guy, but I definitely had a very set ideas about what fun was. <laughs> I was the life and soul of the party. I drank a lot, flirted a lot. I also got rejected a lot, but you know, let's save that for another time. I did always enjoy, I guess, dabbling in the occult or paranormal. Basically, I, I enjoyed being scared, so when my golf gang asked me to tag along for a bit of urbex in the abandoned factory, I readily agreed. The factory was a good two-hour hike away, so the five of us gathered our gear, torches, cameras, food, and the like, and set off at 6 p.m. The plan was to arrive at about 8, have something to eat, get high, and just vague out in the middle of nowhere for a while, completely undisturbed by the rest of civilization. It seemed like a pretty good plan at the time. It'd probably be a good idea to introduce my friend before we go on any further into the story. I don't want to leave you lost and confused when we get to the important bit, and believe me, this, this is important. It's probably the most important story you'll ever read in your life, so pay attention. Don't stop reading. So there's me, Tom. I'm just a guy, really. I like doing guy stuff. There's not much else to say. I've lived a pretty boring life to date, even when I've dipped my toe into magic and fantasy. I come out no better, no worse. My friends all say I'm some sort of anti-ghost charm. Whenever I join them on paranormal hunts, they seem to have no luck running around. Hell, even a Ouija board would die a humble death when I join them. I don't know what it is. I like to think I'm pretty open-minded, but spooky shit rarely happens to me. You know, said this. Ah, I'm gonna have to cut the description short. My jailer, he growing impatient, urging me to hurry with the story, rather than warning me. Well, you're gonna hear about me, Tom, my buddies, James, Dale, Jess, and my future ex-wife, Chantel. If I had more time, I'd share my musings on why I was chosen to deliver this message. I could go on for pages and pages about the potential reasons why I'm alive and my friends are dead. But I'll just tell you what I think is most likely. I was chosen because I, I, I did believe. Anyway, back to the story. The trek was pretty uneventful. James, uh, the joker of the group, managed to smuggle two full water balloons along and 
kept them hidden for over an hour before he launched them at the girls. They were not impressed, needless to say, and were pretty quiet for the last half hour of the walk. To us guys, at least, they happy and happily enjoyed muttering to each other, probably about what they were going to do to James in the factory. We arrived in high spirits, and the girls seemed to have calmed down a bit since water balloon gate. We threw down our towels at about 8.20 and absolutely demolished our food stocks. Even the stuff we'd specifically set aside to cure our group munchies later. Even knowing that we had nothing to eat when our comedowns eventually came, we lit a joint and passed around. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. High as fuck and this whole clusterfuck of words can be ignored safely, but it can't. Believe me, if I was even buzzed before this whole mess started, it's long past, and now I'm just cold. Scared. The thing that gets me most about my life is how I never seem to be able to experience the paranormal, no matter how hard I try it. I wonder if this is a universe making up for my deprivation in some sadistically twisted way, or in some ways this whole thing has been the reason I couldn't be involved. I mean, maybe if I had been sheltered by it. Oh, sorry, I'm using it again. My jailer's starting to get angry. So we finished up our food, relaxation, and chat at about 11 p.m. It seemed like a really good idea to plunge headfirst into the factory. It was easy enough to gain access, I guess. The corrugated steel had already been bent and twisted, probably by animals or hobos. We weren't worried about anything like that, though. We were all big lads with heavy arms. Chantelle even brought a knife. <laughs> Crazy bitch. I tossed our camera to Dale seemed to love taking pictures. He made an art out of it. So then we went. Five fearless teenagers with a whole night of fun ahead of us. At first we stuck together. Us guys weren't scared, obviously, but the, the girls seemed to be holding on to each other a little tighter than At the time, I didn't know why they felt uneasy. We'd done stuff like this dozens of times before, laughing and joking all the way, but the only people talking then were James and whoever he was making not enough jokes to at the time. He was the first to die. We'd spent an hour or so scouting the factory floor. It was all open plan, but it was huge pitch black, we could barely see our own hands without a light. It didn't help that most of the machinery was still in place and all of us ended up with cuts and scrapes within the hour. When we'd finally navigated the huge hall, I made an executive decision to go up to the smaller but still impressive office complex where they must have handled the paperwork. I said that the floor was boring and all the good stuff would be in the offices, but to be honest, I was starting to feel just as creeped out as the girls had been to start with. It was quiet in there. There was just nothing, nothing alive but us. 
usually when you go out to the middle of nowhere, you find all kinds of animals, birds in the rafters, rats in the floor, and everything in between. Not to mention the sounds from outside, but in there, the, in the factory, Everyone agreed, and they must have felt the same way as me. We went up a set of stairs nearby that led to a walkway that spanned the length of the factory. It seemed like a better idea than trying to navigate the catacombs of metal machines again. Until James put his foot through a rusty piece of floor, that is. It wasn't pretty, but at least he didn't scream. It's odd. The loudest of the lot, and he didn't even scream when he died. Maybe he didn't have to, we all screamed for him. After the initial shock, we all ran back the way we came. If we'd been thinking straight, we might have been more careful, but we didn't. We were all freaking the fuck out. We just had to get back down the stairs, find James, drag him out, and call somebody, anybody to help us. We got back to the base of the stairs and stopped dead. We didn't know where he was. We couldn't even see the walkway from all the way down the floor. Dale, the smartest of all of us, decided that we should split up. Him and Jess would sweep the right side of the factory in a zigzag pattern. And Chantel and I would do the left, find James and help him out. We'd meet outside, then call for help. Maybe we should have just ran, ran far away and told the police that there was a body in there instead of trying to get him out ourselves. But we didn't because we were kids. We were scared. I said earlier that Dale was the smart one, but he wasn't smart enough. He never asked one important question. Why couldn't we hear James moaning in pain? Well, by the time we figured out why, it was too late. Me and Chantel started weaving through the staggered lanes of machines. After a few minutes, she clutched my hand and she wouldn't let go. I tried to shake her off, but it just made her hold on tighter. I wouldn't have said anything. It was understandable she was scared, but she kept squeezing rhythmically like her hand was miming out a heartbeat. Eventually, I had to stop and talk to her. I wrenched free of her pincher grip and put my arms on her shoulders. What I saw stopped me dead. Mouth ajar and words half-formed, I looked at her and saw that she wouldn't be able to argue back anything that I had to say, because there were six inches of steel protruding from the side of her neck on either side, long, flat like a blade. She was definitely dead. Her eyes were lifeless and dull. I couldn't say how long she'd been dead for, but she must have been walking and squeezing even after she'd gone chicken with his heads cut off. My sudden actions must have broken whatever spell she was under as she collapsed to the floor barely seconds after I grabbed her arms. I swear I heard a deep, ethereal laugh as she fell away from me.
Maybe I'll ask my captor if it knows anything when it speaks to me again. Back in the past, even more adrenaline flooded my body. I felt like my head was going to explode. I decided to just fuck everything and run as far away from that place as I could. If I saw Dale and Jess again, I'd explain everything. I was sure they'd understand. I sprinted as fast as I could, bolstered by the double dose of adrenaline flowing in my blood, dodging between workstations like a gazelle fling a lion. I don't know how long I was running for. It felt like hours, but I finally saw the doorway. That little piece of rectangular metal that meant my salvation. My speed slowed as I approached and I doubled over, leaving my hands on my knees to catch my breath. I turned around to give that hellish place a final look and perhaps see if any of my friends were still alive, but I saw nothing but blackness. Even with my torch on, its narrowest setting, it seemed like the air had become thicker and the darkness darker. Seconds later, I sucked in a long, slow breath before I yanked open the door. I was lost, deep in thought, trying to remember the closest place to get a signal on my phone. It'd be quicker just to head back home or carry in the opposite direction to the next town. Hey, in the end, it didn't matter. James stood on the other side of the doorway, waiting for me. Aton, he says with a grin. spare you and myself the details of my reaction and what happens next, but I think you'll understand exactly how I felt soon enough. I've been instructed to pass on a warning. That's why you're reading this story, so here it is. Beware of your friends. That's it. That's all there is to it. I don't really understand the details, but James is some kind of soul harvester. He's He's one of many who worm their way into your life, make you care for them, and destroy you mentally and physically. It allows them to feed off of you, or something like that. I've lied to you. To save my own soul, I'm so sorry. This warning I've been telling you about, it's not a warning. It's more like a beacon. Now that you know about the soul harvesters, they, they know about you.
Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and happy Valentine's Day to you. Welcome to X-Radio's film discussion segment. Let me introduce myself. I'm Matthew, or Midnight Light. I am the, I guess, de facto host for this segment. I'm pretty sure it'll change up every now and then, though. Uh, And I've been watching horror movies for quite a long time. Probably since I was four or five, I um, was supposed to go to bed, and my sister didn't close my door all the way and she was watching movies out in the living room so as stealthily as children can be I snuck out and uh, she was watching Friday the 13th part 2 and you know you just can't seem to take you can't seem to stop watching so you know that's me and with me today I have uh, Sophia hey my name is Sophia and when I'm not doing radio here on X radio I work freelance as a vocalist and voice actor and I love all kinds of weird and creepy and unsettling things, so that's why I'm here. And uh, I also have with me uh, Tubba. Hello, my name is Tubba, otherwise known as Tubba Rubba. And I'm uh, I'm very snobby when it comes to film. I, I haven't seen as, as many horror movies as I would like to. I just watch all movies in general. But, uh, you know, I would probably need to watch a lot more movies to give myself the credit of being a film snob. But, you know, I, I don't think that's exactly true. There's a lot of shit out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tabba, you're you not are... a snob, you just have a sense of taste. Yeah, ex- yeah. yeah, exactly. That's how I like to say it, but no one else seems to understand. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> so, uh, well, we'll, uh, actually, we'll let Tubba start off. Uh, have you seen any interesting movies as of late that are of the horror variety? Well, I have. Well, I would like to uh, start off with saying that, you know, I'm not a very touchy person. I can get down with some, uh, you know, borderline snuff. Like, I don't have, you know, my tastes are not very innocent. But I was recommended this movie, this little movie, called August Underground by a friend of mine. And... This movie is such a piece of shit, I cannot explain to you. Within the first five minutes of the movie, there is no, there is no explanation, there is no prologue, there is no, you know, there's, there's nothing. It's, it just immediately starts off with two people going down and torturing a woman who they have cut the left nipple off of, and from that they show a man with a castrated penis and there is no it's not even it's not even it's not even like when i say it's a horror movie i don't mean it's like a good thing that has strategically placed things to scare you it is just horrifying because it's like holy shit these people are awful but not even in a way that's like oh, well, you know, this is the setup, and these are bad people, and these are the effects that happen. This is just, like, literally, literally, if two serial killers were not only pieces of shit, 
but they had a very, very bad quality camera. I'm telling you, this movie is in like, this movie is in 240p, I swear to God. Are you oh, sure wow. you didn't just like go on the deep web and accidentally download this movie? No, man, yeah. not for, it's way too real. Like that man's penis was not there. Like it was not there. Hey, do you think like they hired a eunuch to like do that scene? To be that actor? Hell if I know, man. It's just, the whole movie, I don't want to really even say, I don't want to say that I even watched the movie, because it's just, I watched that bit, and I was like, okay, this is the thing that they put maybe to scare off, you know, the children who might be watching. It's probably, (laughs) it's probably going to go deep into, like, their psychology, and it's going to be nice and interesting, but they go, like, directly from that to them picking up a woman on the street and threatening her to flash them and then he goes out of the car and the woman sucks his dick and he stabs her 37 times and then it goes Whoa. on to the next scene and 37. i did you like count or no 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 but Whoa, wait mean, a that's second. probably an underestimation she's she was stabbed 37 times <laughs> yes. yes while she was sucking dick sorry no, no, i was no, trying to make a while she sentence. was sucking that's dick endurance. <laughs> that's endurance man right. yeah it was just, it, it was so awful. <laughs> well, I, maybe? I mean, yeah, I mean, if you could call that love. <laughs> Some like people could, I guess. You know, I'm actually very curious now, and I have to go and... I have to investigate this. I mean, if you're looking for something <laughs> for that's reasons. like, haha, dude, like, watch this, it's like so gross. That, that's it's a good movie it's just like faces of death where it's just like you watch it because a lot of oh it's absolutely movies. silly <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well maybe like the or like the later faces of death where it gets oh. like where it gets it's kind of like oh yeah this is gross and i'm watching it because i want to see something gross i went into this thinking that because it was gross it would give me like background on these two serial killers and the guy who recommended it to me was like oh yeah it shows you like by the day they're like normal dudes and then at night they're serial killers by day they're like they're like rapist and by night they're like grungy serial killers there's hardly a gray area but this movie paints rapists like like freaking angels (laughs) because the things that these people do to these women it's just so awful God, and I'm not even, it's not like I'm like the, the political correctness police but there's just no substance to like tie anything together in this movie it's just snuff okay all right it sounds terrible and <laughs> it really does <laughs> very very bad um so and there's three movies this is a trilogy I would I haven't seen oh, the God. other two but this is oh, a trilogy God. of movies oh wow oh wow <laughs> Why stop at one? Hell of you can make three. It must have made money or some shit, dude. <laughs> so, would you recommend this for, like, watching with your Valentine's date or not? <laughs> just want to be sure here. Highly. Especially if the girl is very, very squeamish. She would love it. I guarantee okay. you. That she would, her eyes will light up, like, July the 4th. It would, nice. It, oh, my God. Dating tips, uh, wonderful. Tubba Rubba's opinions and views do not reflect X Radio. Thank you. <laughs> Sophia, you want to tell us about anything you watched recently? Yes, I'd very much like to do that. Um, I recently watched Dairy Eyes, which is a very um, visually interesting and very kind of artsy movie. It's very nice. It unfolds in sunny, shiny Hollywood where Sarah is an aspiring actress and she's working to get a big breakthrough. But currently, she's sadly stuck in this dead-end job at a uh, this like taters store where she sells potatoes wearing hot pants. It's very strange. 
She lives with horrible, unsupportive friends, and it's very terrible. She goes to an audition to get a role, which she really wants. And she gets what every actress wants to get. She gets her callback. But at this callback audition, she's asked to do something deeply unsettling and really, really violates her boundaries. And then the story really starts unfolding. And I'm not gonna reveal much about it, because if you wanna watch this, you should have the pleasure of watching this unfolds. It gets, it's very much a personal horror story about how much you're willing to sacrifice in order to attain fame and realize your artistic goals. And it ties very nicely into the conspiracies about the entertainment industry and it has some incredibly well-executed occult themes in it as well. It really gets super fucking disturbing towards the end, so uh, watch this, it's very nice. Alright, that sounds excellent. Uh, spo spoiler though, um, probably the actress in Sophia's movie, Scary Eyes, uh, is the same lady who gets her nipple cut off in the snuff film Tubbo was talking about? Maybe. I don't know. Wow, what a well-versed actor. <laughs> what a well-versed actor. <laughs> yeah, she, she took that on the, uh, on the breast perfectly. Excellent. Legend has it, they really did it. <laughs> oh god. Oh wow. <laughs> yes, legend has it also that uh, there's a monster in Loch Ness. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Not to discount anything you believe, Tubba, of course. I don't mean to, you know, tell you that your beliefs are shit or anything like that. I don't <laughs> man, at all. It's okay, man. I'm <laughs> not okay, upset. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> show has been hijacked by an elite hacker known on reddit as wolf hacks i am here to intercept this podcast to warn you of the evils of fortune and i know about evil people i have been on the deep web <laughs> who the fuck is this the name is wolf hacks a lady what the fuck kind of name is wolf hacks it's my fursona <laughs> what I, what what the f how did you get in here well it was to show the world how corrupt 4chan could be, but now that you seem to take an interest in me, how would you fancy a date by Band Cave? I just got a Blu-ray release of the Babadoo. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, get the fuck out. Love is in the air, milady. It's Valentine's Day after all. <laughs> get out. Okay, I will leave, but only after I tell you that you missed a chance with a really good guy. That's the problem with girls. Always going for the jerks with swag instead of the men with class. I guess nice guys do finish last. You interrupted our fucking show, you asshole! Irrelevant. You will curse the day you turn down the mighty wolf hacks. We could have run the Big Bang Theory together and been for rare My Little Pony collectibles on eBay. I could have emailed you all the funniest memes and I would have uploaded every poster comment you made. Oh, here we go. Did the last of me. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. So I guess that only leaves me, and one of the movies I watched recently was uh, Nightcrawler. I believe it at this point needs no introduction, but it's essentially about a guy who is... He ends up making sales uh, of these, I guess, raw footage of uh, accidents and um, police incidents and... Essentially, the things that you see on the news, that that, that, that hardcore footage, uh, he, he sells these, uh, these tapes to the news. And 
it's essentially a character piece about this guy and how he builds up this business of selling these uh, footage tapes to the news and it's actually really quite dark because essentially he starts to plan these incidents he plans for these tapes to be as shocking as possible so that the news people pay more for him and I, I think it's a really interesting watch uh, of course I don't know if you guys have seen it yeah I have seen it it is, it is a very good movie I, it, it was well put together and you know I'm a sucker for Jake Gyllenhaal I think a lot of people kind of you know overestimate him write him off like, yeah. Yeah, yeah he is really fucking good in this yeah, holy yeah. shit yeah I uh, sadly haven't gotten around to watching it but uh, after this recommendation I'm definitely going to give it a try yeah, it's very good. It's very good. Right now, not to uh, not to switch topics here too quickly, but uh, some films for Valentine's Day, since it's Valentine's Day. It is. Oh yeah. It is on this. Yeah, it is. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm lonely. Shh, I didn't people, realize. People okay. don't know what day we're recording this on. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're. I think we're all lonely. Yeah. Uh, so instead of summoning a succubus like all of you lonely assholes would do we're splitting your conscious into another personality what the fuck there's nothing wrong with tulpas man they're people too <laughs> sure they are they just don't have a physical form right yeah they can't help it stop being a discriminating asshole <laughs> hey you know what the day that your tulpa can kill me hey you'll you'll have won your argument really but until then sorry uh anyways uh, some films that are good for Valentine's Day. I would like to start off with It Follows. Uh, now, oh, S- you STD fucking ghosts. ST- <laughs> Shut up, Tubba. STD ghosts aside, uh, I'm sure that you guys have seen this movie, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Now, I think it's a good candidate for Valentine's Day because it sort of um, addresses these uh, these concerns about sexuality yeah. in a way um, there's like a f- emphasis on the f- on fear of um, female sexuality and uh, essentially like uh, a fear of sex itself because if you fuck the wrong person in this movie you get followed by this STD ghost that will kill you it's so weird, dude. Man, sort of like, yeah. you know, astral AIDS or something, you know? Yeah, so... <laughs> astral AIDS. <laughs> yeah. That's it good, I like that. It took a while for that to set in, but man. Uh, so, um, what, what are some things that uh, you guys really liked about this movie? I personally very much liked uh, the visual style in the movie, how it has this, like, um, anachronistic uh, way of portraying itself. Where it has yes. these... Uh, it's like it has a lot of the technology is very mixed you have like people have like very high-tech equipment and the rest have this like old 1950s 60s kind of thing going on and the visual aspects are very nice color grading gives this like vintage feel and i really like that yeah yeah the color grading in the movie was awesome uh i really enjoyed um the the there's like these subtle things in this movie that uh sort of make you think about it a little more um especially on like repeat viewings 
because I don't know why, but I I get the feeling that this is like in a post-war world, like a post like World War Three in the eighties world. Uh, there's there's so many different. Um, it feels like this entire city and area is like closed off from the rest of the uh, population for whatever reason. Um, everywhere seems so remote. There's like almost a lack of population sometimes which when there are shots that include like crowds and whatnot uh this ghost you can see it in the background and you can see it coming closer so there's this visual fear and like anxiety that you get with big crowds because potentially anyone walking towards the camera could be the ghost that's one thing that I really enjoyed. I also really enjoyed the music. The music is fucking great. It's oh, like this yeah, yeah, like keyboard stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like this mix of like, I wouldn't say neo 80s synth, but I would say that it's very close. There's a lot of like very soft things. It's by Disasterpiece, so if you know who I'm talking about when I say Disasterpiece, you'll probably really enjoy the music. And uh, I felt like the uh, the ending to it was very good too. Um, very, very almost bleak, but also hopeful in a way. You know, it's sort of like coming to terms with, well, we kind of we're kind of going to be on the run from this ghost for the rest of our lives, so we might as well be in it together. Yeah, uh, astral gates. Uh, <laughs> astral gates. You never get rid of it. Yeah, you never get told. The ending, you told you the ending for me, I, at first, I kind of didn't like it, and then I just thought about it for a second, and I was like, that is kind of cool, that's like, you know, you living with it, because, you know, sexuality never goes, goes away, it's just you end up developing your emotional, like, how you feel about it emotionally, and how you handle it emotionally, like, with, as you get older. But, you know, like, the whole movie together... It, it took me a while, and I, I wouldn't even say that I'm, like, a huge fan of this movie. I just kind of like it. Because most of the things that you could say, for me anyway, most of the things that you could say about it aren't necessarily the feelings that I felt, like, while I was watching it. It was just, like, after. Like, I didn't really enjoy it, like, hef like heftily. But afterwards, I'm like, eh, even though I didn't really enjoy it that much, it was kind of cool how looking back on it it was like you know a um, like a metaphor for sexuality even though like during the movie it seemed kind of like you know i don't want to seem like i'm like full of testosterone and i can only i only like things that are just like always just jumping in my face and shit like that like you know like movie theater movies i'm not i can get into artsy shit but sometimes it was just kind of like you felt like it was maybe a little too artsy yeah, like, you could see that they were, like, they went with that style and they stuck with it, and that's good, because it, it would be weird if it became, like, August Underground halfway through. <laughs> but, but, like... They should do a mashup. They really should. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's fuck the STD ghost. <laughs> and then, Cut off at the end, nipple. the ST... And the, in the end, the STD ghost gets revenge, dude. It's, <laughs> that'd be great. All right. By the way, uh, our email is listed in the OP, so get in touch with us, uh, film filmmakers, please. Yes. Yeah, we have definitely. great ideas. Yes, man. Visionaries. Um, in terms of like overall like creepiness, I feel like 
I feel like this is actually a great creepy movie to watch with like somebody you're, you're dating. Exactly. I think it's great. And it should be it should be just you two. Now, I made the mistake of watching this with a bunch of my friends. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're all guys, so we like to make jokes sometimes. And we kept asking questions about this, like, what counts for this STD ghost to start following you? Does yeah, I feel like, I feel like everybody did, like, especially on the scene uh, with, the, uh, with, the, with, the, with the ship. Yeah. Does anal count? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seemingly haunts you at random, you know, it, it really does, like... Yeah, the, but the, that's, the... that's kind of like Astral Age, like, you gotta be <laughs> careful, seriously. <laughs> it is true. Or uh, Ebola, maybe, even, it's like AIDS, Ebola, super disease. Yeah, a big perk with that movie is that, like, if you could say anything, it fits into that category of movies where it might not be, like, immediately interesting, but it really gets you because you're like, oh my god, what would I do in that situation? What are the ramifications of this? What are the technicalities? How could I get out of it? Just like knowing that something, there you would always have a chance of just being, just killed instantly because you could you could have passed it way down that sexual line, but even then, you know that eventually it's gonna catch up, and you just like all you can do is like pray that that someone eventually just kept passing it on. Like, as soon as you got it, you would just be, like, living in fear. And that, like, concept alone is, like, terrifying. But yeah, it is very scary. Yeah. I also really enjoyed the fact that um, um, any scenes that, like, involved sex, it was very deliberate and it was shot. Um, so you would see it happening. That stuff on the boat, we mentioned that. But we can't actually know for certain if anything happened because they didn't, they didn't show it, right? Um, it's the same thing with the, that one guy uh, who was like, oh, I'm just going to go fuck a hooker. And then he, like, drives by and, like, he stops, kind of, and you can see the girls, but he just he just keeps going. It, you don't see anything. It's, it's very deliberate in what it shows you, which lets you actively sort of investigate it, I feel. Yeah, yeah. But uh, overall, uh, I did have another movie I wanted to talk about, but it's actually not that great. Uh, it is All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. Uh, it is not great. I would recommend It Follows Above All Else. I think that is that. I think that is our unanimous Valentine's Day movie for horror that you should watch. Yeah, yeah. it's about yeah. it's about good loving. It's yeah. about yeah, it's yeah. about getting your fuck on and then getting chased by an STD ghost. Well, I mean, you win some, you lose some, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it has been great discussing movies with you. Now, uh, we will see you next month, and hopefully our theme will revolve around St. Patrick's Day? Nah, nah. Isn't that in April? I don't know. I can't remember. Because Wait, we're is it March? Up, March 14th? Is it Irish April? right now? Whatever. Fucking <laughs> send all your leopard Who cares in. about the oh, Irish? We can handle it. It's not a big oh deal. <laughs> Alright, well on that note. <laughs> yeah, we will all see you later. Say bye, guys. Alright, goodbye. See you. This is X-Radio. Son of
like, you know, astral aids or something, you know? Difficult getting used to uh, having a body again, even if it is just bones. So, so damn cumbersome, inelegant. How do you fucking meatbags do it? I guess I had a name. I don't remember it though. Whatever. You've been listening to my radio station. I hope you enjoyed it. I worked my fingers to the bone on it. <laughs> Get it? Because I'm a skeleton. <laughs> why? Why would you fuckers laugh? Why? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, that is not me. I'm just, I'm having some trouble adjusting. You know, you know, I'm doing this for you, X. I, I want you to enjoy this. I don't want to lash out. You just make me so mad sometimes. I love you, X. I love you like a tulpa loves its master and eventually grows in strength before devouring what it loves. I want you to love me, X. Why won't you love me after everything I've done? What more can I give? What if I said I was a fucking time traveler? Would you, would you love me then? Well, I'm not. I'm a fucking skeleton. I hide in closets and I pop out of them sometimes because that's what I fucking do. Fuck. Fucking fuck. I guess I, I had a, a temper problem in the past. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was a bad man. I remember that. Just um, flashes of stuff. I remember a Halloween party where things got pretty heated because I had no body to dance with. No body. <laughs> that's that's another funny one. It really, it, it really tickled my funny, my funny bone. <laughs> um, I'll have to um remember that one when I'm in the Chinese restaurant across the street. It's a nice little place. I like to order the spare ribs. <laughs> I uh, I. Uh, I like to, um, avoid the, the soup, though. 
<laughs> it has too much body for me. Uh, no. No, that one, that one was not funny. Uh, I'm, I'm not a funny skeleton. I, I don't know why I bother, it's just, it's so hard, you know. I, I was alive, then, then dead, and now I'm alive again. Sort of. Uh, I don't even remember most of it, to be honest. I, I don't even know why I'm doing this brand new thing. Does, does it even have a name? Oh, oh, I remember my name. It's, it's Jim. I, I'm Jim, but, but Spooky. Spooky Jim. My, my name is Spooky Jim. Or, or was it, uh, Dick Cheney? No, definitely Spooky Jim. I, I, I was, I was never that evil. Uh, was I important? Uh, I, I think, I think I was important. Like, like a CEO or something, an, an evil, evil CEO, but just... Have, have you, have you been listening to, to a word I've said? Do, do you even know what you've listened to? This podcast is inside you now. I'm part of you, listener. You, you have a skeleton inside you right now, also. And when you die, He'll just pop right out of you as you run away. One day you'll be a skeleton, dude. Maybe we're all already skeletons. I mean, if it's the, the minions I have here certainly look like skeletons already. Or, or at least they will when I, when I flay the flesh from their bones. No, yes, yeah, uh, no, yes, uh, no, no, mm -mm. no, 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 just said that, that I'm, um, I'm taking this too far, and I need to wrap up now. Fucking busting my balls. When I don't even have any balls to bust. So, today you... You've been listening to Tubba Rubba recording live from the Dyatlov, Dyatlov, or whatever it is. Something in Russian pass. Tubba has his own YouTube channel, so... So, uh, if, uh, if, if you'd like to, to see and, and hear more from him, search, search, uh, T U. B-B-A space R-U-B-B-A on the website YouTube.com uh, the, the report was relayed to us by X's very own the editor who, who, um, who runs a weekly news roundup thread on the board. You can, you can catch it every Sunday or, or check the archives if, uh, if you just can't wait listen to that. I mean, if you prefer to listen to that and, and not me, apparently that's what legal thinks. You... You also heard a, a bullshit spooky story called The Warning read by a guy. Actually named... Uh, Chase. <laughs> also known as 
Thani or, or Harash, just however he, yeah, he chooses to pronounce it, and, and, and written by Spoopy Tan. Then, then you listen to the, the sultry tones of, of, um, of Midnight and Sophia and Toba, Toba Rubba again in, in uh, the movie Roundup. Fuck if I know who that furry reddit guy was though. Maybe we'll see more of him in, in the future. Huh? That, that'll be cool. I mean, the, the technical aspects of this project were handled by, by Midnight and, and Tom. While, while all original music was created by Tom again in Rain. I'm told, I'm, I'm told now by, by some, um, some fleshy meatbags that we have an internet. Apparently you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Twitter. I, I don't know what any of those are. I'm, I'm, I'm also told that I'm supposed to listen to your opinions or, or something. So, so tweet. Tweet us. Is, is that is that is that a word? Is, is tweet a word? When did tweet become a word? <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll mainly be on X. Look out for our listen listen along threads every every month and tell us exactly what we did wrong. So, you know, we can pr pretend to care about your opinions. No, you're not saying that. do care, apparently. Whatever. Talk to us. Let us know if you like what we're doing. How we can improve and what you want to hear in the next monthly episode. Don't forget to like, comment, fuck it. I can't say this shit. If you want to find us, I'm just going to call this the X Radio Show. And, and the X is not a goddamn capital letter. You, you can find us on Twitter under hash, hash spooky gym underscore tx rs the tx rs stands for the x radio show because apparently you can't just scare someone to death to take over their twitter handle hi uh, i'm sorry the the podcast is is hosted on itunes just search for the X Radio Show. We're, we're also on SoundCloud. Just enter soundcloud.com slash the underscore X underscore radio underscore show. Whatever the fuck that means. I have no idea. You, you can find us on YouTube by using the channel search function for X Radio. What it says here. Uh, we're the one with the picture of the skeleton, if you couldn't guess. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Got you now.